Welcome PYD in three listeners to our October edition of PYD in three. Uh, I'm Ashley Benish. I'm here with my colleague Maria Walker, and we have a very special treat for you today. So we are going to uh, take a little look into the world of Harry Potter for October and how it relates to positive development. Maria, we are huge Potterheads here, so uh, you're going to see Maria and I geek out just a little bit <laughs> on Harry Potter. And we have a couple of special guests today, don't we? We do. I'm really excited to have him here. I'm also excited to talk Harry Potter. I do call myself a Potterhead, Potterphile, all those things. I I own it pretty pretty much 100%. And so uh, I think we have two Potter experts. I'm going to go ahead and name it that way. And also two experts on youth development because they're right in the middle of it. We have special friends, Caroline and Lauren Spees, their sisters, and they're going to join us today to talk a little bit about their experience with Harry Potter and growing up with Potter. Let's have you each say hello. Caroline, say hello. Hi. Caroline, How? what grade are you in? I'm in fifth grade. Excellent. Fifth grade. And say hello, Lauren. Hello, I'm Lauren. What grade are you in, Lauren? I'm a freshman in high school. That's so great. A fifth grade, ninth grade, and then Ashley and I, who are in 20 or 30 grade. We're all going to hang out today and talk a little bit about Potter and positive youth development. How do you like that alliteration, Ashley? I do love a good alliteration, so I am for it. (laughs) Well, good. This special topic Caroline and Lauren, this is our first special topic, and so you're our first special topic guest. So know that's a special place to be, and I hope we can lean into it. Let's start with um, the basics. What house is everyone sorted into? Um, I actually have taken it three times, and I've got a mixture, so... What would you guess you're in, Caroline? Um, I think either Ravenclaw or Gryffindor. Yes, for sure. How about you, Lauren? Where are you sorted? Gryffindor. And I actually, I took it a couple years ago when I read the book, and I just took it again today to make sure I'm still a Gryffindor, and I got it again. I like that thoroughness. I like <laughs> that. Well, I, too, sort into Gryffindor. And I am proud of that. Some people guess Ravenclaw for me, Caroline, but uh, maybe when I was your age, that would have been a little bit clearer. But as I've gotten older, I lean into that. My friend Ashley, she sorts into a different house. Where are you at, Ashley? Um, I actually sort 
uh, also into kind of different houses. So when I originally took this, I was a very proud Hufflepuff and I <laughs> uh, leaned into my Hufflepuffness. Um, and recently Maria had me retake it in a different um, sorting hat, if you will. And I actually was a Gryffindor, which very much surprised me. So, you know, I think there's pieces that probably fit for me under both houses, but I, so I don't know, I guess maybe it depends on the day and what I, what I associate with, but I still, I still want to be a real proud Hufflepuff. I think you are. Caroline and Lauren, when we talk about positive youth development, we often talk about this concept of belonging, where folks know that they belong, that they are part of a group. And I think that when uh, Harry Potter gets sorted into houses, when characters in the book, that that's a really good first step in kind of experiencing belonging. So we can take these tests and quizzes that may tell us which house we sort into but the sorting hat as you may know no spoilers but it's pretty obvious the sporting the sorting hat takes into account where you want to be sorted so where would you choose to belong um i feel like gryffindor is the one i want to be in just because i feel like it's when i read the books it was like harry everyone was in gryffindor so I wanted to be in Gryffindor. Then it was cool to find out like that's actually kind of what I am. Yeah. I see that courageousness in you uh, beyond the podcast. I know you outside of podcast world. So mm-hmm. for sure. How about you, Caroline? What would you choose yeah, to I, belong to? Yeah, I agree that because I feel like Gryffindor was hyped up sort of in the books too with like the main characters being it as Lauren said. Yes. No secret Slytherins in the group that really want to be in Slytherin. There are people out there. Well, I think I probably would have been in Slytherin when I in my teens. I was pretty ambitious. I think even in my early 20s, I probably would have been that way. But since I've mellowed a bit, you know, my oldest daughter, she claims Slytherin, actually. So and it's that cunning and that ambition that she secretly Loki has. Uh, So she's I, I would call her stealth. Slytherin yeah beauty of it right they all have unique and uh positive traits so even if even though we saw some of the negative of some of the houses I think they're all still the intention is good yeah we also talk about something called sparks Caroline and Lauren and those are these things that kind of ping for us that we like or we get excited about um as far as how we interact in the world. It could be a way of being, it could be like a subject in school or even some sort of project. I know y'all quilt um, and that might be a spark for you, but um, in the Harry Potter world, what would you want to experience the most? What would spark for you? Mm, I feel like, having a personalized wand and being able to perform really cool spells would get a spark in me. I feel like it'd be really cool to like have magical powers and stuff. Um, I feel like uh, I like the Quidditch and I think that that would be fun because it's a game, but also it's competitive and it 
has magical aspects, like you can fly on a broom. Pretty great. What position would you play, Caroline? Um, I, I mean, I would want to be the main person, like the person that, what's it called? The seeker. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would be great at that. I don't know. I think so. You kind of remind me of Jenny Weasley, kind of her spunk and spirit. So she was a seeker for a bit. So, yeah. What about you, Ashley? What would you want to experience the most? I think mine really aligns with what my spark has been in 4-H and working with 4-H because I love the creatures of Harry Potter. I love learning about all of the creatures. I'm like, who wouldn't want to ride a hippogriff? on a, you know, weekday (laughs) afternoon in class, like that would be a great class period. Right. So, um, that's for me, I love learning about all the creatures and even, um, you know, the fantastic beast series too, in that, um, just getting to dive a little deeper into what some of those new and exciting things would be. Yeah. I'm totally with you, Lauren. I would want that wand and I want to know the spells and, um, I would be totally into that. I think that would be my jam, 100%. To be able to manipulate the world with like magic and wand would be something I would want to spend a lot of time studying. Uh, The beasts kind of scare me, but they kind of scare me in real life too. So um, that doesn't surprise me about you, Ashley. Yeah, you're kind of an expert in that. It's funny to see it translate into this fictional world, right? Good. Is I'm curious because there's so many really cool experiences in the Harry Potter books. So what would everyone's, I guess, if you were to be to be able to experience one thing from Harry Potter? So maybe one of the events or one of the, the different times and throughout all the book series, what would that be? Mine would be, I think, Christmas at Hogwarts. In the books, they like describe it so like magical and like peaceful and stuff. I would love, and you mean just like the winter with like the snow and I don't know, staying warm, like by the fires in the common rooms. I feel like I would really want to experience that. Yeah, I agree. That's really cool. That's always my favorite parts of all the books is the Christmas time. Okay. So I think that I would, I would like the experience of the grand feast because I like how it's a time that just everyone out of a, for for a new year, they just come and uh, eat I mean, this delicious food as they describe it. And it sounds so yummy. And especially like it sounds also magical as well. I think that would be a fun experience. I agree. I always am amazed. I think in the movies, you get to see it really take shape, Mm -hmm. right? And what that could look like. It's pretty, pretty exciting. And it's really about both of your examples are about shared experiences, right? So doing things together with a group that you interact with within that space so I think that's pretty pretty telling how about you Maria what would you, you know uh yeah I think that be- belonging we talked about that briefly that's my favorite part of working with youth is really trying to create that sense of belonging and connection and so to be able to witness the sorting of folks each year I think I would really love that now uh, to see it and to see folks get excited about which house they're in. I would love to see that firsthand. Um, and then I wouldn't mind going to a Yule ball. I'm not really one for fancy dress, but um, just to experience the magic of that, uh, I wouldn't mind attending a Yule ball. 
And you, Ashley, what would you like to do? You're going to turn the tables on me. Uh, I hadn't actually thought that question through before I asked it, but uh, you know, I, I really also enjoy Quidditch like Caroline does. So I think the Quidditch world cup would be really, really pretty cool to, to witness and all those different people, the different cultures coming together uh, for that one event is pretty outstanding. Now they all camped before that. Are you, are you a camper? I love to camp. Yeah. Outdoors, bringing the outdoor element in. Yeah. Anyone else campers? We go camping yeah. quite a bit. Do you? Yeah. I bet your tent doesn't magically expand. <laughs> no, I wish no. it would. That'd be so nice. Any of the expandable things, right? The That's the charm that I would like you to learn, Maria, <laughs> if I'm going to come to you and you're into that's the spells. Uh, I'll do that. The, the bag, you know, Hermione's bag also that uh, has the expanding charm. I could use that all the time. That would be amazing. Well, another part of youth development that Ashley and I talk about on the regular are something called developmental relationships. So that's making relationship with adults over time. And so we naturally see that happening in the book with professors and students. So I wanted to know from you all, like if you could pick one professor to learn from or with, who would that be? Who's your favorite and or who would you want to learn from? I personally think Hagrid would be cool. I feel like he he doesn't seem like the typical professor, but I feel like he actually can teach you a lot deep down. I don't know. I feel like his, yes, he's, he's not the smartest of all the professors, but I feel like he could teach you some good like life lessons. And he seems like a really cool guy to just spend time with. Yeah. That's fun. I think that McGonagall would be fun just because I think she can be traditional, but also like Transfiguration seems like a fun class. And also because I think she has fun with it, even though she's stricter, but she's, I think it would be fun to learn from her. I agree with that. I, I would say McGonagall too. She's my one of my favorites. And I love that in the books, she does a great job of, working with the youth that she is in charge of. And she kind of takes some of their interests, their sparks, their things that they're excited about and matches them with things that they can do, or she matches, I guess, their talents with ultimately things that could be a spark. So, um, you know, for instance, Harry and Quidditch, uh, you know, she was the one that really was able to get him to join that team. So I think that that's ultimately what we do in youth development, right? Sometimes youth need a little prod, a little prodding to say, hey, you'd be great at this, right? I mean, we see lots of examples of that in Harry Potter. Yeah, I will say my favorite professor uh, is Lupin, Remus Lupin, but uh, I like his teaching style. I like his experiential learning, and I think he's a pretty noble dude. So I'd want to hang out with him for sure and learn with and from him. I think I just really want to be Lupin's friend, if you want to know the truth. I also think Professor Sprout doesn't get enough credit. Right. Oh, like she, she has a lot of practical knowledge that things that are applicable skills to day-to-day life. Right. So any type of tending to plants and some of the, the cool things that she got to save the day on in a couple of instances because of that knowledge. So I think she, she needs a little more credit. I kind of forget about professors proud, but she's cool too. Yeah, definitely. Which class would you want to take? Potions. I feel like that would be super cool. Even though, and Snape teaches potions, which I feel like he is, I don't know, he's kind of 
controversial whether he's like a good teacher or bad teacher and stuff but I feel like it'd be helpful to know potions and what potions to make and I think that divinations I I like that class and I think it's fun to see like either people's future or uh I think it's mysterious I love a good mystery the mysticism of it for sure I would be with Flitwick and charms I want to charm some stuff <laughs> I'm with you Maria I love that that's my favorite so why Harry Potter Caroline and Lauren what does the series mean to you I feel like when I read it I was in like fifth grade and it felt really cool to like it felt like when I was reading I like belonged to something that was bigger than me and like I heard all these like older people talking about how good it was so it felt like I was involved in something when I read it and I felt like I could like be distracted from what was going on in regular life and it was like an escape to be in this cool place and like it felt like I was friends with everyone in the novel so it was like a like a good I don't know getaway kind of for me and it was a really cool like story that seemed complex at the time and then now when I'm older I think back on the story I realized that it was really like teaching lessons and stuff you have some sort of YouTube or something about it right Lauren is that right yeah, me and Caroline have made two fan, fan films, films. Um, where we are characters and from the books and kind of made up a whole storyline pretending we were going to Hogwarts and stuff. That sounds super fun. That's very is fan, cool. Is fan film similar to fan fiction? Yeah, I think yeah, pretty similar. I just really enjoyed the story of like Harry did not know anything about how he was this a great big star and how he didn't know like who anyone was or things like that and then I like how like different people kind of helped him figure out that and deal with how like like the surprise in it I think yeah it's like learning about himself right we get to see this young person learn about himself for seven years and what Mm -hmm. that's like kind of this glimpse into his life if someone were to talk about you for seven years, what do you think the big takeaway would be? Well, I think that I would find out more details about myself uh, from another person's point of view. That's good. What about you, Lauren? I don't know. I feel like it'd be like some really big like build up to like a really good ending. I don't know. It's like all this time in these seven years, I'm like trying to figure, I guess, like what I'm into and what I want to like be when I'm older. Then the end is like, you know, you finally figure it out. And like, it's like a happy ending. Um, and it'd be cool to see like how what I do now and enjoy doing now relates to how it would end up. That's neat. These great think, perspectives from both of you. I love hearing that. Yeah. For me, they would say this woman reads a lot of Harry Potter over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> And is a little snarky. I think that might be what they said. What about you, Ashley? Fabulous. Oh, I think they'd say she's Fabulous. super fabulous. <laughs> she's a delight. That's what they How can say. we be more like her? That's what I say. Good. Real quick. Which one's your favorite of the series? Favorite book? Anybody? Oh, it's hard. I like the third one the best. Probably. They're all, they're all really good. They're all really good. I feel like, cause like the first one was good. It was getting you into it. The second one was good. I feel like the third one has a really like good story and I like how there's new characters in that one. But it's hard though because they're all really good in their own way. But I feel like that one really excited me the most. 
How about you, um, Caroline? Yeah, I actually am only on the fourth book. Okay, yeah. And, but I think I, and it's been this ever since I read it, I, my favorite is the second, I mean, so far, because I really like the mystery and he, and I like the aspect of the Tom Riddle and Voldemort, like that sort of uh, transfiguration. And I liked the, the details and even though it was only their second year, I think they found out a lot more things about their past or Harry Potter. I mean, yeah, Hogwarts. That's great. I'm a number three. I like the fact that it's really Harry basically battling himself. And then in the, in the end, he saves himself, right? Not, not he thinks it's his dad, but it's really him. What's your fave, Ashley? I, I waver between the first one because it's so exciting. It's a whole new world, right? And so you're kind of getting a first glimpse of this whole new world. But I also really love um, Half-Blood Prince because, and I, that's actually my favorite movie too. I think that he, you know, their challenges get different. They, they start to change as they get a little older and their their relationships start to change. And so it's interesting to watch that kind of unfold and, and get a little more, I don't know, exciting. So those are my that's top great. two for very different reasons. Well, we're going to wrap up with you all in kind of the way that we always do with PYD and three. So we have our guests talk about their three and it's usually in like a context of what's your PYD and three, your three words, three images, three somethings. We're going to cut it down just a wee bit since we're only talking about one thing today and that's Harry Potter and his world. So if there's one thing that you want to make sure everyone knows that you've learned from Harry Potter or one cool thing that maybe you think about a lot. What's that one thing for you all? For me, it would be like just to be open to new experiences. I feel like in Harry Potter, you know, he got all these letters and went to Hogwarts and, you know, was unexpected. So I think it was took away mainly like to just always be open and don't like worry about the future too much i guess i learned like to work hard believe in what you believe in and stuff i think about how he made his friends from them knowing already who he was and i think that you can find the best in people even if they don't even know it i don't know something like that i love that well, amen to that that's what i say to that for sure Ashley, what's your one thing? You know, I think it's that, you know, good perseveres, right? So good, there's always going to be bad in the world, but ultimately a good perseverer. And that goes with relationships and friendships and um, all the things that we do. Love it. I love when Dumbledore tells Harry many things, but one is that it's not really our past that makes us. It's really our choices that define who we are. And so. That's one thing that I always carry with me from Harry Potter and that the world can be a really magical place, whether you live at Hogwarts or not, it can be really magical. Well, we thank y'all, Caroline and Lauren, we thank you for being on today and sharing a little bit about your love for Harry Potter with us two Potterphiles, Potterheads. And um, I look forward to more special topics with you, Ashley. Yes, it's been fun. We love to, you know, have a little fun with it every now and again, right, Maria? We were known for that. So we'll, we'll be bringing more of these, I think, to the group. 